Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Welcome to Hobby Addicts, episode number 217 on the podcast today. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am joined, in fact, in studio with the one and only Mason. Hello there. And I, I gotta say, right off the bat, I gotta be that guy,、uh, 227, episode 227, my friends. But、uh, it's good to be here in Colorado with the man himself.、Uh, he's graciously opened his home within days of moving in, and、uh, we are we're chilling out together. What did I say? I think you said 217. Oh, that's not even close. Wow. <laughs> it's almost, yeah, it's just、wow. one digit.、Okay. And then, of course, not to be forgotten, we also have Mandy. Hello. I am here. I have not gone anywhere. I'm still at home. Hi. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you. And you are surrounded by cute little friends.、Uh, not surrounded, I think. They're all passed out inside of my closet. <laughs> so. all, all of them, the ferrets and the cat. I, I don't actually know where the That's what they、at. want you to think. They are scheming at this very moment. That's pretty funny. Probably. It's like their own little like, pillow fort back there of dirty laundry. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, welcome to Hobby Addicts. And if you're listening, thank you so much for contributing to the podcast. We're so glad to have you. And we're glad to have an audience to just talk about other things we're doing other than watching anime. So, welcome to the show. Wow. A packed show today. It's going to be a whirlwind here. So, I have been playing Cuphead and Horizon Zero Dawn. And I have a miserable failure story from Mount Sneffels, which was、um, horrible. And Mandy has, has finished half of Stranger Things Season 2 and the first episode of Hannibal and finished the game Spirit Fairer. I saw you on Twitter. We're talking about you were just going to play all, that, all night, weren't you?、Mm-hmm. And did you? I did. I did. She did. Well, there it is. And we also have Mason who hiked Sky Pond, which is a beautiful hike. It absolutely was. And、uh, a good one after my similar hiking failure from the day prior. So we'll see what we have time to get to. I'm going to go right down the list here. But I won't cover all my stuff for, at all at once because it's just too much. But I have been playing Cuphead on PS4. Mandy said, You shouldn't play this with your girlfriend. You will break up. And I said, Nay, I say to you, we play Cuphead on two player. So that's what we're doing. And it's true. My girlfriend is comically bad at Cuphead. I mean, it is, it's almost like, how can you be this bad at it? I mean, I would say love is stronger than Mugman. Well, Mugman is pretty cool. He is pretty based, but、uh, love transcends that, I might listen, hope. <laughs> there's like, a, there'll be a level where there's, there's a level like, Early in the game, where these like, guys just like, come bouncing down this, this like, runway, and you have to kind of just let them go over you. If three guys bounce down this runway, all three of them will hit her. It is remarkable. When I was playing co op with my younger brother, I found that level to be the hardest of all of them. Really? Because it's so long that eventually someone will mess up. That's the one that has the boss at the end. The, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically,、um, fortunately enough, you know, I keep hearing, oh, Cuphead, it's so hard. Oh, my God. And, and, um, I, and then I had a friend that was like, well, you know, you've, been, you've played all the old Mega Man games, so it's really not going to be that hard for you. And he, he, he is correct. So、um, half the time, my girlfriend, who admits admit she laughs about it because she knows she's terrible. So we're having, a, we're having fun with it. But 
she will die immediately and I will clear the whole level on two player by myself. Um, which I guess is everything has double health, but exactly, it's still clearing exactly. the levels without much difficulty at all. I mean, we, we, we beat about 30% of the game in a little over an hour and a half. So did so, you get to the second world? I don't, I don't know. Like we, we did the second run and gun level. Okay. Which had the bouncy guys. And then I, and then I, and then I, I thought the, the, Oh man, I fought like an like a, like a killer flower that like was shooting things at me. I fought the flower. I fought the the bee. I fought the. There's been a bunch of bosses. That sounds all like the first world though, and so, there's three total worlds. But it, the last one is very short. It could be like when I saved, it said, "Oh, you're 27 percent through." So I was like, "Okay, well." But the game is great. Um, it's I will say it's it's absolutely not as hard as like old school Mega Man. If you played Mega Man two and three, like it's harder than Cuphead. There's no doubt about that. There's no like vanishing block platforms that that you have to time perfectly. You're not like jumping into empty space knowing that a block will spawn under you right before you hit it. You know, there's no um, one pixel jumps from like um what what is that um, uh, Ducktales or whatever. Like, yeah, like the early <laughs> like ridiculous. like Lion King giraffe levels. Yeah, I mean it's just. It's I'd say Cuphead is very fair, um, and I'd say that like the levels are very well made. Like it's a just it's a very well made game. I'm really enjoying it as a platformer. So if you haven't played Cuphead, you know it seems short. It's like a I'm guessing it's like a five hour game, it, but I also think it only costs like sixteen dollars or something. So <clears throat> it's worth playing. I think I'll platinum it probably. I don't think it's going to be that hard to do, and um, I'm enjoying it a lot. So. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Finally, I wanted to get it on Xbox like years ago, and then it never came to PlayStation, which is kind of rare actually. Like usually, Sony like nails all the exclusives. I gotta like Mason's in studio. I gotta like turn my mic this way. Oh, it's not, oh, we're looking at each Ooh, other. Yeah, I'm looking Ooh, at Mason. Uh, very it's freaking me out. Sensual. So, um, <laughs> but now it's on PlayStation, so I get to play it. So I'm not gonna keep going. I'll I'll, I'll we'll just keep rotating off here because we got so much to go through. But um, Mandy, are you still loving Stranger Things? Yeah, it's still good. We uh, only got through half of season two, so we didn't finish it. But um, okay, yeah, I'm still enjoying it though. So you've seen the mind flare now? Yeah, they haven't said that it's a mind flare yet, but I kind of got that from just knowing D and D creatures. And um, I mean, it doesn't look like your typical mind flare in D and D, but I knowing that they're basing all of the monsters on D and D monsters and um the just you know the the um just revolving around taking over a character's mind uh, or a person's mind i was like okay i kind of got what's going on so uh so yeah no it's it's cool though so you're at the point in the in the in the show where the where things start happening to to um the hell's his name one of the kids right Will? Will, right, yeah. Will. Everything happens to Will. Why why are they picking on that poor boy? <laughs> Alright, so so I so I thought the monster I, I think you've seen it already, the monster up in the sky, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that thing was so fucking cool. Like he is so yeah, cool looks really looking. Cool. Oh man, so just a very overpowering presence, I would say, because he's so big and mm-hmm. just I don't know, it just pretty so awesome. So, so far, are you liking the second season or the first season of Stranger Things better? Mm. 
I don't know. I won't know until I, you know, I get the whole picture. But so far, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I like the characters. I think I'm liking the beginning of this more than the beginning of season one. But oh. that could change later on. I'm not sure. I think it, I just really like the the monster is just so large and has a very like Lovecraft feel to it. Where it's, you just feel all like hope evaporate just looking up at him. Just the oppression of yeah. such a creature. But yeah, interesting yeah. considering mm-hmm. how often I've heard season two is a reduced quality compared to season one um i think things revolving around one of the characters in season one i don't want to give out spoilers or people might want to try it but um one of the um i'll say the female characters from the first season it's a little weird i don't know um there are a lot of times in there where I'm like, ah, where we were both my mom and I, because I was watching with my mom, we were both kind of like, I don't know if that really makes a whole lot of sense. Like, um, this character is being kept in a, in an, a, uh, shed or barn, or I guess it was a shed or like, like a little, um, what do you call it? Just like a little, almost like garage Sh- in the wood. <laughs> Like, I guess a shack, yeah, out in the woods. And uh, a character is taking care of her. And we were both kind of like, I don't know, there are oh, yeah, moments yeah. in there. Well, he lives there, though. Like, this he, is that's silly. like his house. Well, I think it was his grandfather's. And um, he only used it, like he was using it for storage, is what he said. And so ah. they cleaned it up so that she could stay there away from people and i don't know there were some moments in there that were kind of cheesy or like she could literally destroy him how are you going to yell at this kid oh yeah she's got some self she has some self-restraint yeah she just like blows his arms off (laughs) yeah beats him to death with them oh my (laughs) god yeah crazy but i'm enjoying it though i don't know maybe it's just because i just because we know the characters now and uh maybe that's why we're more attached to them and um I, uh, it took me a while to, um, I don't know, we were looking for, like, references to old horror movies and stuff in there, and there's a lot of Ghostbuster ones. Oh, yeah. Just from stuff from the 80s, because, uh, it it was really funny, because, uh, they, it shows, like, a scene of one of their bathrooms, and it has, like, this cup holder in it, and my mom has the exact same one in her bathroom. She's like, oh, shit, I need to upgrade that bathroom real bad. That's probably from the 70s. So there are a lot uh, of things. There are a lot of things in there that we saw, and we're like, oh, we own that because <laughs> it's like from the eighties. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fun, and um, it like uh, we were waiting. We're still waiting for like a Beetlejuice reference because Winona Ryder's in it. So <laughs> we're waiting for that to happen. All right. Well, I think you're gonna. I will say that puberty is coming. So get, just get ready for that. So. Yeah, we were wondering about that because mm-hmm. the coming. little girl is still a, like a little baby child in this. And we were thinking, I mean, if we were trying, like thinking about like the span of time between seasons, we were surprised she was still so little. So we're like, I guess they must have filmed season two right after season one. There's no way that girl's still going to be a little girl in season three. So I'll just say uh, they grow up so fast. <laughs> but but, but, but uh, it, it, it continues to be good. So you'll. You'll, uh, you'll like, you'll, you'll, you'll like it as it, as things progress. So yeah. <clears throat> All right. So Mason, Sky Pond, 
where, where I have been also. Oh, you have been up there. Well, so, I, yeah, I mean, I've hiked most of those ponds, but I don't know if I, maybe I didn't make it to Sky Pond, but I'm not sure. All right, so yeah, I went to Sky Pond, which is in Rocky Mountain National Park. Um, it's considered one of like the big, most grandiose, majestic hikes. It's about a shade under 11,000 feet. I think it's like 10,900. And I went actually with a listener, Stephen, who... Uh, does Mitsugi Mom know participant and did he win? Probably not. No, uh, no I think he was wins. like the last one before a nuclear burger came and like broke the curse. Okay, yeah, because no one ever wins. But he had a valiant <laughs> attempt. But nonetheless, he uh, he took me up there and we had a blast. There's just tons of waterfalls, tons of lakes up there that you hike by, and it's a pretty easy hike. And we saw all these friendly chipmunks out there. Oh my god! And these dude. cool like blue birds that had like mohawks i saw some just like old dude on the trail wearing the exact same shirt as me and we <laughs> i was like oh i want to take a picture with him and, which, but and what shirt was that it was like a gray shirt that said like live generously on it oh my god it's random and yeah it was like a very weird like I, I don't know where it came from like my mom got it from a neighbor at home in illinois and somehow this guy in colorado had it i don't know it was very funny um, but it was a pretty easy hike. It was about nine miles there and back. It's the re- is Sky Pond the really really far one? Yes, I mean it ends okay. with you. It's an easy hike for the not eight point nine miles, and the last point one miles is climbing almost straight up a like all these rocks with like water trickling down on you. Like it is a little bit dangerous. Like you are wow. almost mountaineering. You're using all four legs to like scramble up this thing. Sounds class. Sounds like a class two. It, hike. Yeah. Like we, the whole time we were like, this is pretty easy. Why is this ranked as like a strenuous hike? And it made sense at the very end. And you found it. So it had a little bit of ice on it, but nonetheless, we persevered. We got to the top and what do we find? But a ton of marmots. Oh my uh, God. These are like, if you don't know what a marmot is, it's like a small beaver with a tail that's less like a waffle and they were just climbing all over us you might be like oh that's probably because you had food in your backpack and they just wanted to eat that but i like to think it's because we were best friends and uh, we took tons of pictures of them just like looking at us climbing on us hugging us whatever and they chased us all around that's like epic as fuck dude we had we had a ton of fun and uh came back and it was just an easy hike like we just felt great and we went and we got ramen afterwards and as much as i am a anti-american uh, ramen uh-oh guy, what did you put meatballs in it or some shit I, so i we went to this place called tokyo which is spelled t-o-k-i-o oh my god and like it looked a little bougie and i was like Ugh. this is not how ramen should be like ramen should be messy and gross and for the people and like and fatty 10 to 12 dollars fatty as fuck well so i went in with low expectations and i i came out pretty happy so i all right i did not get a traditional bowl of like tonkatsu let me see this shit so they so i got what's called i'm pulling up their menu now um, where is it? It's called Cremoso Diablo. What? Pork? Let me see this. So this is... Set, wow, that's expensive. It was quite a bit. God. But uh, read out those ingredients. Chashu, misspelled, pork, bok choy, bean sprouts, pickled bamboo. So... But get at to this the point, it's stuff. pretty, pretty yeah, normal. Yeah. Green onion, that's pretty normal. Dry chili, that's a little weird. All right. Spicy sesame oil. That's normal. Mm-hmm. Red pickle ginger. Normal. Garnish. Well, you normally you get red pickled stuff on like curry. Well, okay. Yeah. Sometimes it's on top. Uh, garnished with cheddar and jack cheese, heavy cream, and a soft boiled egg. 
It was, mm, I guess that's why it's called a cremoso. Exactly. It was pretty good ordered with All a right. side of uh, extra spicy, like chili oil. And it wasn't bad. They made you pay for that oil. No, I didn't. I was going to say, you got to be shitting me for condiments. Uh, yeah. So I think it's like a dollar on their menu, but I just told the waitress, I'm like, give it to me spicy. And she's like, I'll give you the chili oil. So I charmed her with my dazzling smile. Yeah, damn right. But, uh, yes, expensive, little, little too much, but for American ramen, I was, I was pretty satisfied. Maybe it's just because of the nine mile hike that I would be happy with anything at that point. But yeah. nonetheless, it was an exceptional hike, exceptional dinner. And, uh, Big props to Stephen for uh, bringing me out there. That's it, man. See that? See, like the prices of ramen in the states is just, just ridiculous. Like you're gonna drop seventeen dollars, so like the two of you probably spent forty bucks and, yeah, at easy. least, and then I should maybe more like fifty. And then, well, he probably spent fifteen, so that's that's thirty two. And then you guys probably got an appetizer. Of course, went with some uh, fancy mushrooms. So that's so there you're at forty. And then you know, and then you got the, and then you got the tip, and then you got the tax, which is like th- two fifty, and then tips. So you're like they're forty eight, but like in this, but like in Japan, you can get ramen for like six bucks. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, it's crazy. Nonetheless, uh, was very good. So 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 here's that lake I was telling you about. I found the photo. So there's a lake that's on the way to Sky Pond, I think. Okay. So there's a section where you you start walking like like normally down the road, and then you eventually break left and go up a hill. Just, yeah, and you you can go right or left. Yeah, and and right takes you to some more majestic ass shit. But left but left goes up the hill and it gets a little tougher. Well, on the way uh, on the hill, you walk like through like a little ridge, and then you and then you pass this lake, and there's like this lake is just like full of boulders and shit. And as you hike, and you can like rock step your way through this lake, mm-hmm. and as you go, the boulders get really fucking big. Like they get big, and. And then there's like a glacier wall in the back. You can see you can see it back there. Yeah. And um, it's pretty neat. Oh, and then there's elk. You see any elk? I've seen, I haven't seen elk. I've seen moose and I've seen a lot of deer. Okay. So when I went a lot of two summers ago, these, these two elk, like we're having a battle in the parking lot over this barrel of grain. They were just like headbutting each other and shit. They might, oh yeah. So he's, he, you can see that elk's like coming up on him. Like I'm going to whoop his ass. That's my turf. Yeah. Anyway, so that's cool. So. And then just Estes Park in general is like gorgeous. It was pretty neat. I do want yeah. to add one thing uh, you'd be proud of me for. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple days prior, we went to a hot springs, an outdoor okay. hot springs, while it was snowing. Oh, shit. And it was uh, very scenic. It was in the mountains. It was a good time. But uh, just outside all the, I think there were like seven pools, was a the springs, the river, flowing by. And it was like 40 degrees outside, and they had a ladder. You would get out of the hot springs, walk around the changing room, go down this like metal ladder into the river itself to take a cold plunge. Oh my god! That would have been your thing. I went like I set my watch every 10 minutes. I like forced myself to like oh my god jump dude. down in the river. It was like instantly became numb. <laughs> and uh, 40 degrees. It was oh that was the that's like outside man. temperature. The w- water must have been at least 20. Well, is it frozen? No, because it was like running. It was moving. Because oh it was moving. God. I don't know if I would have done that shit. It was, uh, <laughs> it was big yikes, but it was nonetheless yeah, a lot of fun. Hypothermia level shit right there. That's like the Titanic, the scene from the movie in the Titanic. All right. Well, I'm glad you had a good trip. That's a, that's a pretty nice place. So back to me. Uh, I have been playing real quick. I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm not going to harp on it. I think or I, I, I'm kind of interested to hear. Uh, I'm not sure if Mandy's played both both of the games at this point, but I'm definitely interested to hear both of your opinions if you have them. I just gotta say, 
I think Horizon Zero Dawn is better than Ghost of Tsushima, and I think it's not close. Kind of, kind of interested to hear thoughts. Not that everything has to be compared, but Ghost had so much hype, and no one gave a rat's ass about Horizon when it came out. Because like Persona came yeah, out, yeah, they did. Persona it 5, didn't win any awards, but a lot of, I mean, it was really popular. I mean, it came and went like the wind because Breath of the Wild came out, and then Persona Five came out. And everybody played Persona. Well, Ghost is also going to go with the wind as well. <laughs> That's kind of the nature of video games. I mean, don't you literally go with the wind in Ghost? I mean, you do. So I, I will be playing Ghost when I get back. I checked with my library. Oh, have you it not will, played it yet? No, it will be waiting for okay, me okay, when okay. I return from this trip. So I can comment on this later. Okay. okay. Yeah, I just think um, Ghost is more beautiful. But in terms of like story and gameplay, Horizon is by far like more interesting so there's nothing nothing beats taking down like blowing blowing components off like giant robot dinosaurs and shit it's a little too it's a little tough to beat anyway so we went down to mount sneffles and uh, it was our first class three hike this whole trip was like a disaster pretty much (laughs) um so um we get like it's mount sneffles is fucking far i mean it's it's an eight hour drive so we get about an hour and a half out of Denver and there's just like hellish traffic. And my girlfriend's like, Oh my God, did you pack my boots? And I was like, no, I told you to pack your clothes. I got everything else. She didn't have her boots. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, I did, I did mountain of the Holy cross and tennis shoes, which is pretty brutal. So I'm like, maybe you can handle, you know, snuffles in your tennis shoes. So we get to snuffles. I drove the whole way. It was eight hours. Um, and we got up the next morning from sleeping in the car and uh, started hiking this hike. And it's pretty short. People rent, the road is brutal. So people rent these like razors. You guys know what I'm talking about, razors? Like the scooters? No. <laughs> no, no. They're like, um, they're like. Uh, the really small handlebars with the like brake on the back wheel. So these like razor ATVs. Oh, I see. No, that's not it. That's not. That's not. What I'm talking Though I will about. say, when Mitch this typed a, in razor in this, Google, it first came up with scooter right afterwards. This so is, I'm vindicated. This is a razor, right? So it's a it's a caged Polaris is what they call it, but it's a it's called a razor. It's basically an ATV with like four really brutal, four really badass wheels, a, a really high suspension, and a cage and everything. So it's almost like a. I don't know. Think of like a think of like a a, a golf cart that is like epic as shit. I don't know, sort of. Yeah. And so people rent these things so they can drive up the road because the actual Mount Sneffels hike from the top of the road is only a mile and a half to the summit. So it's really short. And then, but, but if you don't have a vehicle that can get up there, it adds six round trip miles of walking on the road and the road. I mean, it kind of sucks, you know, yeah. six miles is six miles. So we get, um, to the top, we had to walk the road. So we get to the, we walk the road, we're doing the hike and it, it's a fucking hard mile and a half. I mean, I have some photos here. I can, I can probably share here with, with Mason, um, in, in studio here, but the, the hike is really like some, a field of like small, like, uh, just like some small, like rocks. Like you're walking on these, like this field of rocks, which is no big deal. Then you turn the, then you're walking and, and you turn the corner and you get to like the base of this really just fucking brutal hill. Like that's what it looks like right there. It's like, imagine if like a thousand dump trucks just dump, just rubble like down this hill and you're basically climbing up it. And it's about, it's a, it takes about an hour to get up that hill, you know, close to an hour. And then it looks like you're walking up like almost like football helmets, just like these really loose Dude. solid things that, don't they seem like they'd be loose oh. they seem like they'd be wobbling dude look how steep that is yeah it's steep as hell man it is like brutal as shit and then when you get to the top of that 
you turn left and go up a gully. But the view is just stunning. Like, look at that. Look at that rugged yeah. ass looking like, like, uh, um, like there, there's another look at the hillside. Like, it's just messy as shit. But when you get to the top, we were having lunch. I'm sitting at like the top and like there's this crazy rock formation. You can go down the other side and then like the, the horizon is gorgeous. And then there's the gully that um, you have to do after that. And the, the second gully is really the tough part because it is steeper than the first one and more rugged. And like the whole time people were screaming rock because like there's a ton of people and they're kicking these boulders down the hill. And there's like every once in a while, like this fucking huge rock would just come tumbling and like, I didn't see anybody get hit by, I did, I did see a guy get hit by a rock and swept off his feet on the way down, but he was okay. Um, so even though it's only a mile, it is like the most ridiculous mile like you've ever seen. I mean, it is. Um, and my poor girlfriend, she is like at panic attack levels at the top of this gully because her shoes aren't good enough for this. And she's like, I have no traction. I'm, uh, I'm, you know, she's like really scared and I'm trying to, I'm coaching her through it. You know, I'm trying to help her because we hadn't seen anything yet really that we hadn't done before. But then we got to the class three, to the class three move at the top. And I went up there and she's like already fucked up. She's like rattled. She's rattled as hell. She's like shaking and crying. And you know, I'm like, we got there. We were, that's like, we're at like 14,100 feet. We're just around the corner from the top of this mountain. And you climb up this little extra little pile of rocks, which is no big deal. And then up there at the top, you can see the V notch. There's a V notch in this rock. And it looks like that. So I'm showing Mason here. Yeah. It looks like a, it looks like a literal V in this huge rock and you have to climb up through the V. Well, if you don't do it correctly, you fall onto this, which is like a sloped slab of smooth rock. And then below that is a 30 foot drop into rubble. And someone's like, people have died here before. And I'm like, dude, you're not helping. Now is not the time. Now is not the time. You're not helping. So the friend that we brought, but, but the view is like insane. Yeah. So, so like, um, the friend we brought with us, she climbed up through the V and went on her way. Um, and I was like, try, I was trying to encourage my girlfriend, trying to get her to do it. And in the, in the end, she wouldn't do it. And I was fine with that. And I was like, she wanted me to, she wanted me to summit it. And I was like, no, this is our adventure. I'm not going to summit this fucking mountain without you. So just forget about it. We're in this together and we'll come back later and we'll do this again. We'll rent, we'll rent a, we'll rent a Polaris to get up the road. We'll do this whole hike over again. We'll come back with helmets. I'll get you some sticky gloves, like, like NFL wide receivers wear to like grip onto the rocks better. And we'll have your shoes and we'll be fine the next time. Um, because th there is no, there is no coming back from this fall. If you fall climbing through this V you, you're, you will die. Like there's no doubt about it. Um, and it, I climbed up into it partially and honestly it didn't seem like that big a deal. Like I was like, oh, okay, I can see how this is scary, but you'd you kind of have to almost try to fuck it up in a way. And, um, and there's a, and there's like a rock below it on the side that has the drop where a person can wedge their thigh between like these two really immovable rocks and kind of be an object there to prevent, to try to prevent the person from falling off the cliff or whatever. And I was there ready to do it but she wouldn't do it. So it's just, um, it's tough driving, driving eight hours and then sleeping in the car and then hiking up that hell to get to within like 50 feet of elevation from the top. It's just to turn around. It's, and then you got to go down and it was harder to go down this one than up. So yeah, yeah it was, uh, it was, it was tough. And then we had to drive back. <laughs> so, you know, it's, um, it is what it is, I guess. 
So, but, um, we're, we're at, we're at 15 mountains right now. We want to do two more. And, um, girlfriend did make a schedule of like the next four years. She's got them all written out here. She's got them all planned out. So in 2021, she wants to do a trip down in that same area and spend a week and do six of them in a week, including the one, including the one that we just failed. So, um, the six of them do include two like really easy ones. So she's got 15 planned for next year. So, <laughs> and, and what do these, uh, there's one, two, three, four, five of them have a star next to them. Are those ones you've already done? Um, and are so comeback tours? I don't, I, so they have, some of them have brackets, which means that they can be done at the same time. Maybe, so the, like, star, maybe the stars are class threes. Um, I'm not really sure what the stars Neffles mean. has a star. I don't think it's class threes because Handy's has a star and, and Handy's Peak is like one of the easiest 14ers in the whole Rockies. Okay. So honestly, I'm not really sure exactly. Um, and those might be the easy ones. And Sneffels might be starred be- because it's short. Okay. With I, with the Polaris. I, I think I think she was trying to um, s- schedule them so that we would do like a short one after each difficult one. That way we could, you know, we wouldn't like, you know, my old manness wouldn't fall apart. So, but it was, it was, uh, it was uh, a long battle, but you know, it was, boy, that second gully though was fucking savage. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was crazy, some crazy shit. So it took an hour to go almost nowhere. So anyway, so that was the, no, that, that we might not, we might not hike another mountain this year because on out here on, what was it? Monday, it snowed 20 inches in the mountains and it snowed in Denver too. It was it's like September 8th and it's snowing. Yeah, but the mountains got like 20 inches dumped on them. So we're not really sure if we'll be able to do any more or not. But isn't this Polaris thing though cool? Wouldn't you love to have one of these? Yeah, but I don't know if it would be that useful in like Connecticut. Ah, uh, maybe not. <laughs> but if I had a pickup truck with like a flatbed. Just drop it in there. Oh, dude, you just drive it up in there and just, man. I mean, these things can go anywhere. I mean, the road was brutal. I mean, pretty much only lifted Jeeps and these things were making it. So, all right. That's the end of my story. Mandy stayed up all night and played Spiritfarer. Yeah, I did. First, I want to comment on Horizon Zero Dawn Ghost because you oh, okay. asked for opinions and then didn't let anybody answer. Go ahead. So, um, yeah, I think um, Horizon Zero Dawn definitely did really well when it first released. I think the first week that it came out is like the biggest selling game on PS4 up to that point since Uncharted 4. Like it won a lot of awards. It did really well. It had a crossover with Monster Hunter as well. But um, I don't really see any reason to compare the two. Because other than being an open world game, I'd compare Ghost more to Assassin's Creed than I would of Horizon Zero Dawn. But um, yeah, they're they're I think they're very different. Ghost is definitely a more laid back experience, while um, Horizon I think focuses more on the need for stealth, at least from what I played of it. But um, yeah, I I definitely compare Ghost's uh, action more to Assassin's Creed than I would horizon that's interesting I, I mean i found them to personally i found them to be pretty similar like it's open world as you said so the game is all about like map icons and and do this quest and then there's side quests and you know you follow the map and you do whatever or you follow the wind or whatever the hell it is but but as far as the, like the gameplay there's an awful lot of 
archery going on. There's an awful lot of stealth. You can you can jump on top of guys and stealth kill them from below. You can stealth kill them from the bushes. So um, the story's all you know, uh, story segments with voiceovers and you know, recorded cutscenes. Yeah, I think a lot of games are kind of taking their taking that from Arkham. Uh, Knights and also uh, just Assassin's Creed. That's kind of like the trend right now. I just don't remember anybody really like like people were talking about Ghost like back when I was living in Florida. Like they've been talking about Ghost of Tsushima for like two years, and then and then, uh, that's all I remember hearing anybody talk about was Ghost and Cyberpunk for like two straight years, and then I just I saw I remember Horizon got announced at like one of the Sony events at E3, and then like. I don't really recall anybody talking about it. And then when it came out and I played it and then persona five came out and then that's all. And then the everybody was playing persona. So that, I don't know, maybe, maybe I just have like a, I could have like a painted into the corner, sort of small, sort of small perspective, but that's kind of how I imagined it. Um, to me, it was like ghost was like the game that everybody played and was like all hype for. And then I guess horizon was like, for me, the game that was supposed to be good, but then like people played it and then like it went away like immediately. So I don't know, but, but I, I haven't heard wrong. anybody talk about Ghost of Tsushima for the past few weeks. I think after a week it came out, I think everyone kind of died off. They kind of just stopped talking about it. That's, uh, that's kind of a shame too, though. Actually, I kind of feel the same because they're both really great. Like I'm like, wow, yeah. I'm having like two of the greatest gaming experiences back to back. So I don't know. I guess I feel I felt bad that, that Horizon didn't. I don't feel like no. I feel like no one talked. People talked about Breath of the Wild for like two fucking years. And then, and like, maybe it's deserved, but then like, I feel bad because I feel like Horizon didn't get really talked about. And then if, if Ghost is already an afterthought, I don't even know how that happens. Like, did anything else even come out? But maybe, I don't know. I feel bad about that too then. I think this year is also really light on video games in general. That's probably why it could be. nobody has anything else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Except you, except you. Man, he's got stuff. Yeah, except for me. I, I mean, I finished Spirit Fair, which is a really good game, and I really enjoyed that. I played it for longer than what the average gameplay time for it is, because I spent a lot of time just farming and shit, so I get really addicted to that stuff. I'm like, I have to unlock every recipe in the entire game. But um, I think the only parts of it that I was a little disappointed with was how some of the characters were handled. Because in that game, excuse me, um, in that game, you are this, like, I've already talked about it a few times. You have the spirit fair and you are trying to help spirits cross over to the afterlife while also uncovering your life as you go on, like fragments of it. And you get um, approached a few times by a giant white owl who seems to know you from your past life and has some connection to the spirit fair in general. But... All of the spirits have their own little story as well. And it doesn't have like huge cutscenes or anything or flashbacks, but you do uncover it just by talking to them. And some of them are quite sad. There was a, a little boy that um, his, because they all have different forms when you get them as spirits when they come onto your boat. So they're not people. They turn into like anthropomorphic animals. And this one, the little boy turned into kind of like a walking mushroom. But you can still tell it was a little kid. But um, as you're talking to it, you uncover more memories where it you could tell the kid lived in a very abusive household, but mm-hmm. seemed to take it as kind of like, oh, my mommy hurts me, but she still loves me kind of way. Oh, like no. she hurts me because she loves me. So, so there are things in there that were really quite dark. 
Um, but there is there are a few in there. I felt like their story ended so abruptly, and I was very disappointed by them. Um, particularly the one character that's supposed to be your uncle. Like I never even got to take him to the ever door. He kind of just vanished, and because he, I guess in the story it. He left you a note. I think it's that he doesn't, he didn't want you to have to say goodbye. So he walked himself to the Everdoor. But I'm like, I'm the fucking spirit fairer. That's my job. <laughs> it should have been like a more emotional experience letting, letting your uncle pass on. It was parts like that were a little upsetting. But overall, I still thought it was a really beautiful and unique and interesting game. Um, yeah, so I finished that. I am starting to play Call of Cthulhu again. <laughs> I started it a while ago and I never got to finish it and I only I only I think I only just started like just started the game last time I played it so I started over I'm gonna start playing that and uh mostly just because it's almost Halloween season <laughs> we'll see how long it takes um other than that my mom and I watched the first episode of Hannibal oh and how's that promptly stopped watching it. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Well, I, I, haven't, oh seen, my I God. haven't seen it. So what is it about it? So we were looking for something to watch and we were going to watch the second season of Stranger Things, but then we're like, I was like, oh, I've heard so many good things about the TV series for Hannibal. And she was like, you mean like the cannibal guy? I was like, yeah. And we both like our like true crime kind of shows. And we know this isn't true crime because it's, you know, a drama. Yeah, yeah. But we are still kind of into that homicide detective stuff. So we were going to watch it. And I was like, I've heard really great things about it. I, I hear people talk about it on Twitter and I think it got really good scores. So I was like, let's, let's try this out. And, um, before we go to Stranger Things. And so we watched the first episode and it was so cheesy and so corny that we just could not handle it. And there was one scene that made no sense at all. And we were scratching our heads and we're like, yeah, let's, just go, let's just go back to Stranger Things. So we promptly gave up on it after one episode. So in Hannibal, it follows the... Um, a detective, uh, oh, I forgot his name. I think it's Will. And um, it's before he meets Dr. Hannibal. And so the very first episode, there are a bunch of girls missing. They've gone completely, all of them have gone completely missing, but they have uh, some similar traits to them, similar physical traits. So they think that it is a killer who's kidnapping them. Like a serial so killer? Yeah, so they don't know if they're dead. They haven't found any bodies at that time. So they're like, someone's kidnapping all of these girls. They all have very similar, uh, like, same color hair, same color eyes, same color build, or same color build, same build, like, uh, body build. <laughs> and what color would <laughs> that be, so, the build? Is that like a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they think that somebody had, like, there must be somebody who's kidnapping them for a reason. And so... They go to interview this uh, house but that just called in a missing person. And it's a girl who fits the profile of uh, like all of the other girls who are missing. So these people just called in this missing report. And so when they go to talk to them, they're like, oh, you know, she was in college and maybe she ran away. Maybe she got on a train. Maybe she was just, you know, stressed out. And they don't want to like 
like um like the parents don't want to accept the possibility that someone kidnapped her so they're trying to make up a bunch of excuses and so the detective will is like well she fits our profile we have to you know uh you know we have to investigate everything and then he you know he you could also tell they kind of based him off the BBC Sherlock because it has a lot of the same quirks that Sherlock does. And he even adopts a dog and names it Watson. Both my mom and I are like, okay, we get it. It makes sense. Sherlock was popular. Okay, whatever. So we kind of just waved that away. It, it was stupid, but we kind of like just accepted it. And then um, he's like, oh, didn't she have a cat? And they're like, yeah. And oh, they're no. like, the Holmes. time that she came home, um, was the cat fed? And they're they're like, yeah, it was fed. And so he turns to his associate and is like, she was kidnapped in this house. And uh, they're like, what? what? They're like, she must have come home if someone fed the cat. Some, it was just so dumb. It was so poorly written. And then eventually he's like, I would like to look at her room. And uh, they're like, why? And they're like, there's a crime scene here. Obviously, she was abducted from the here and there might be clues here. So we need to go look at her room. And so they go up to her room and the father at first doesn't want to let them in. He's like, oh, no, uh, I don't want you to bother anything. They're like, please, sir, we have to look in there. So they open up the door and she's dead in the bed. What? And my mom and I looked at each other like, what? This is the dumbest shit that we have ever seen because uh, the only way that I would ever accept that is if the father was the killer, because that would make sense. You call in a missing report if you killed somebody so that they think that they're missing. No, no, I'm sorry. If somebody is missing, the first thing you would fucking do is check the whole house. You wouldn't just call in a missing report and not check your fucking house. Mandy's too smart for these people. Like, it I, was so dumb. Geez. I was, Man, I was like, offended. And he's like, do you even watch crime dramas? <laughs> my mom and I were uh, offended by how stupid oh it was. We were like, uh, no, fair, fair no, 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 no. They would not just call in a missing report before checking their whole fucking house. What if somebody fell in her room? Or like, what if she fell in her room? You wouldn't just call in a missing report without checking the fucking house. So, Let him know. We were pissed about that, but, and then it just got really corny. When they finally met Dr. Hannibal, who at the time they didn't know was the cannibal, he just was a doctor, and they're, like, trying to pick his mind about, like, psychology, and so uh, Dr. Hannibal's making all these jokes, like, oh, is there a problem with your taste? <laughs> we are like, oh, God, this is so corny. And then it turns out that the killer killed the girl, put her back in her room instead of like taking her like the others because uh, they're like, oh, we're, we must be dealing with a cannibal because all the other girls that we found were missing livers, but she had liver cancer. And we we're like, this is the fucking dumbest shit we've ever heard of. Oh, what teenager it? has like... I understand. Sometimes shit happens. Young people get cancer. But what are the chances that the one girl has one teenager somehow developed liver cancer when there is a cannibal who abducts her who likes eating livers? It was dumb as shit. I do not recommend it. They have to let you know that he, that he's a that he's a medically knowledgeable person. I hate it. He it might be stupid. a doctor. It was the first. Actually, actually, that's the first episode. The first fucking episode. Actually, was I he, was offended by. Actually, was he a medical doctor or was he like, or was he a PhD? 
Hannibal. Um, Hannibal. I I think he was a psychologist. I think. Okay, I don't know about the real person. No, I think I, he's a psychologist, psychiatrist gotcha. in the drama. All right. Well, we'll just. I guess I'll just skip Hannibal then. It's not good. I don't recommend. No bueno. It. Mandy says no. I mean, I, maybe it gets better, of course, because maybe everyone's like, just like, oh, the first episode's so bad it's good. I've heard that by some people. Maybe it gets better. I don't know. But after the first episode, we were like Stranger Things because this is just not worth our time. So I, I it was Stranger too things. much for me. Stranger Things sounds better. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we got to wrap it up here. So, but wow, lots of stuff today on How Be Addicts. So... Let me just, where, where is this drop? I, got, I, I have to play the drop to end the show. There it is. I, I got to reach way over. I, I would let Mason do it, but this soundboard is a mess. I'm scared to touch it. Yeah, this is too much on it. So, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening in and contributing to our podcast. We, we do appreciate you very much, and we hope you enjoy hearing us ramble and talk about a million things. So, it's a busy week for everybody. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back next week, guys, with even more stuff to discuss. Hopefully, I'll, I, I might try to finish Cuphead this week. Maybe I'll be able to talk more about it. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, until next time, guys, take care. Stay frosty. Bye, guys.